check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on wearecavan.com. I'm Damien Donoghue and I'm delighted to be joined in studio by Paul Fitzpatrick, the sports editor of the Anglo-Celt and sports psychologist Eddie Halligan. As we look over the uh, Senior Championship, we're going to be previewing the Hotel Kilmer Senior Championship final between Castle Rahan and Rammer United. We'll also be previewing the Minor A Championship final between Crushalaw and Nogbride. And we'll be looking at the appointment of a new Cavan manager. There's been progress in that section and we'll be bringing it to you here on wearecavan.com. Uh, Paul, to start off with you, looking ahead to the Senior Final it's no real surprise Castle Rahan and Rammer in the final. Rammer, Kings Court in the quarterfinal. Everybody expected it would be the winner of that game and Castle Rahan to, to progress to the final. That, that's right, yeah. From the last eight stage, I suppose that's really what people did did expect. Um, I tipped Kings Court from the start of the year to win the championship. I was very impressed with them in a couple of league games and things like that until I saw them. I thought they were better than they were last year. I think overall the championship is a wee bit better than, than it was last year. Definitely... Uh, Rammer definitely have improved. Um, it's very, very tight. Like it's, it's, it's unbelievably tight. It's, it's forty years since we've had five, five different winners in our, in five different years in the senior cha- championship. The last three finals have been decided by one point. The one before that was a draw. So there really is nothing, absolutely nothing between six, seven, eight teams in that championship. So it's not a surprise to see any of any two of the that seven or eight teams make the final. No, absolutely not. And it's now. Got to the point in the Cavan Senior Championship that there are more teams that haven't maybe made a final in a very long time, at least knocking on the door. Like we've we seen last year, Killigary, although this year it, it was a little bit disappointing from them, but Lavi this year putting into a semi final, Gauna coming back again, you know, and, and you wouldn't put it out of their grasp in the next year or two to, to progress and make it to a final and maybe win it. Yeah, well, personally, I think we're coming to the end of this little, this little um, period of flux now where. You see it in handball as well, or any sport when you look through it. Generally, there's a dominant force for for seven, eight, nine years, and then there's a there's a break of of um, clear in the air period of three or four years. And I think that goes right back to we'll say the forties when Mullahorn won five or six championships. Uh, Corn of Fane around the same time were winning championships like like mad in the sixties and early seventies. Yeah, the, the seven in a row for Crushla. And again, after every one, there was a period where there was a little break up. So say that the seven in a row for Crushla ended in in seventy two. And for the next five years, with five different winners like that, there's massive similarities there with the Gales. Their run, which was as good as the seven in a row, they won nine or whatever it was in in an extra eleven, uh, 11 was or it twelve years? Yeah, yeah eleven or twelve years. Um, <coughs> so th- there's very there's great similarities there. And now we've had this this period where the 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 air is cleared, and we, other teams are going to creep in and win one or two. Like back back in the seventies, you had teams like St Mary's got in one one championship. You know. Maybe that could be Balignan. Balignan might win another championship. That 2013 might be their only championship. We're not going to know. But it's only when the, when there's no dominant superpower that, that it opens up four teams like that. But I think that's coming to an end now. It, traditionally, it hasn't ever gone on more than five or six years. And I think you're going to see a new team establish themselves. I personally think it'll be Rammer. But um, that's not to say they're going to win Sunday. It took Calvin Gales until, until the third final before they actually won one. 
Yeah, Eddie, would you would you agree with with Paul if there is a team that's going to come up and dominate? Is it Rammer or are Kings Court still there to 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 dominate? Uh, no, I think it's going to be Rammer, uh, Damien. Um, I think personally. I think their age profile is correct. I think they've got a lot of use in the team. Um, and I think it'd be a massive win for them on Sunday if they if they actually got one over Castle Ram because I think it'll set them up very very nicely for the next five or six years. Um, you know, but I still think just not going off the off topic. I still think this is Castle Ram's time on Sunday. I think it's a simple case to have to win it. You know, this is their third final in six years. I think they've put everything on the line this year. I was talking to a couple of lads. I know a couple of lads quite well. Um, um, you know, they've, they've put everything into it. They've learned a lot from last year's final. I think that they were just kind of, it's it's just all or nothing for them this year. And I think that if they lose on Sunday, third defeat in six, um, it could, you know, exasperate the self-doubt in them. They'll see their belief. They'll be probably thinking, Jesus are we ever going to win one? Where Rammer, <clears throat> even though they'd be going all out to win on Sunday, they'd be thinking, OK, we can come back stronger next year. And I think that could be the catalyst for them to go and dominate in years to come. Speaking as a sports psychologist, is is it possible, when you look at the Gales team having that dominated, the last team that dominated Cavan football, they had to lose and know the hurt of losing. Do you think that that's possibly a reason why they went on to dominate, whereas if they'd won first time and it had been easy? We've seen maybe the... the the current generation of Cavan Gales players that were on the, the tail end of that dominant team yeah. and had handy medals almost handed to them, they've yeah. never reached the heights that they were capable of. Is it maybe it's a better thing for Rammer to lose this than to win it? Um, it's hard. It's hard to know, Damien. <clears throat> it's hard to know. I think that if you look back, I think it was '98 that yeah. was that Gales team. Like, but you like Mullerhorn, um, like their desire was strong that year. They 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 had to win it. Um, you know, and, and I think that that was a kind of up and coming Gales team. It's it's hard it's hard to know. I, I still think Rammer are good enough to take out Castro on this Sunday. Um, I don't really agree with the old adage: you have to lose one to win one. Like Balnia came from nowhere to win in 2013. You could argue the point that Kingscourt <clears throat> came from nowhere in 2010. Was it 2010 that beat the Gales? I don't think anybody was expecting that to win that. So. Listen, it's there's two twos and fros, uh, or pros and cons, I should say, uh, for Sunday. Um, regardless of what happens on Sunday with Rammer, if the win or lose, I still think they'll dominate it, dominate the county scene for in years to come because they've got such a good young squad, very strong. Um, you know, I still, it's just hard to know them. It's hard to know they could win it. It's going to be a tough game on Sunday. If they win that, that that could maybe. They could just dominate for the next three or four years, you know. Um, if they lose on Sunday, you know, there's still that bit of work to do to get them over the line. So when you've got Kingscourt to come back next year, maybe Castran the same. You mentioned Lavi, Gauna, so Kevin Gales. Gales, but I still think Kevin Gales are probably on the not say a bit of a decline. I just don't think that they'll be as strong as they were in previous years. In my honest opinion, yeah. um, I just think that that there's teams that are further on down the down the road. Basically, the fear factor of playing the Gales is gone. Like I think if Lavi played the Gales, Gowan played the Gales, they'd, they'd be they'd look to take them out. So look, um, it, it it's just hard to know. I, I don't think Ram would be thinking that at all. I just thinking to win this game. I think it's the first final. I actually read this morning. It's the first final since ninety two. Is it? Yeah, since the last time they won it. And actually, there's I think there's eleven of the starting team weren't born. That's unbelievable. At that, at the last time they were in the <coughs> final. Do you and know? I I was talking to Jack Brady last week, and his father was on it. 
and I know this, I'm living in Virginia and I, I know this as well from talking to people up there. The the fellas who played on that on that team in ninety two and even the people in the club, they know that they should have won more championships. That was a brilliant Rammer team. Mm. They won in eighty five and ninety two, but you're talking about the likes of uh, the Coles and Martin Lynch, um Derek McDonald, oh, Kevin McDonald, yeah. David McDonald, um Paddy McNamee was there for in the late eighties yeah. as well. It was a class team, like really class team. They should have won a lot more than two championships. And even Jack Brady pointed that out to me. He says we know that, like they're great football men. All those fellas from '92, and they're still involved. But he says they know that they should have won more championships. And he says we're very aware of that, which was interesting to see that they've obviously spoken about that already and haven't even won the first one. So, you look um, at you look at the, this group of of Ram United players. And something that struck me last year, the under twenty one final replay. Um, they it was on a Friday night. They beat um, Asan Gales in it, but they were playing the league final on the Sunday against Kingscourt, and none of the under twenty ones went out and celebrated because they wanted to make mm. sure they won this. So this uh, this league final, they didn't win the league final, but their their focus and their determination and their drive was all about the football, all about their effort, and that's something that Rammer has lacked for a long time because they have had lots of quality footballers coming through, but they seem to lack focus. This this particular young bunch of players, there's no shortage of focus and determination. No, because there's probably a culture of winning up around Rammer. You know what I mean? That's that's uh, integrated and implemented from an early age. You know, which is key. Now the same argument can be made for Castle Rahan, um, but like Rammer, the three on twenty one titles in a row. You know, they've contested at the top uh, at minor level for the last few years. Also in the minor in the minor game, there's a lot of amalgamations. Like so, there's a lot of really good teams like Southern Gales, um, like and then go into under twenty ones. Then you've Asa and Gales who are a good side, um, St Joseph's, all these teams, and Ram are still come on, come on top. So they know what it takes to win. And when you win and win and win, you know you're just used to winning and you know how to win, which is key. Um, so I think that. I think that that, that that it's that culture that's coming through in Rammer that's just going to stand them a good stead for years to come. Looking at the Castle Rand team, Paul, last year in the county final, beaten by a single point, a crucial goal by Kingscourt at a crucial stage, but the team is stronger now than it, than it was. Sean Brady's back and playing well. You have Paul Brady, who did, deployed at the edge of the square in the semi-final <coughs> against Gauna, or yeah, against Gauna. They have um, they have Shane McSweeney back and they've David Ritt. All big, strong men that are a huge advantage. Now I know Paul Lukey, Paul Smith is a is a disadvantage the fact that he's not there. But overall, it is a stronger panel and yeah, stronger team. I, I think it is. Yeah, but they, they haven't shown it. They haven't shown it yet on the field. Now, to be honest, um, but there's a big game in them. I think um, they could catch light on Sunday, definitely. But definitely, there's a better look to that team. Like Ritt and Sean Brady didn't feature last year. And I know they were fit. Were, we were up in Ballyduff the night before the county final and the talk was that they were fit and they might appear they didn't, they didn't appear in that game and McSweeney obviously is an addition and Paul Lukey's a great footballer brilliant ball player and defender one of the best in the county like very close to the to the Cavan team but the one position that came, that Casarahan if they had to lose a main player would would have been Paul Lukey and that's no disrespect to him but it's a, it's an area where they have cover yeah. and they've, they've got lots of they've got some nippy ball players that can slot in there so Brian Ronan Flanig and um, O'Connell in the back like they have to have mm. maybe not as good and maybe on the day as good as Paul Lukey so you're yeah. right it probably is and McSweeney like McSweeney's a similar quite similar player in ways as well like he's a great ball player as well and he's mobile gets up and down the field so yeah you're right they, <coughs> they definitely they definitely are 
they definitely are stronger. Just just when you're talking about the Rammer thing, it reminded me of a funny story. I won't name the names, but um, Rammer got to a to a minor final way back in the seventies, and uh, they they lost it. So they had a big team. A lot of the boys were still in the rage for next year, and they had a big team meeting down around Christmas, and they were planning out their, their training for the year, and they were going to get back and win this minor championship. So. Do you know? Do you know the mill building there? There's apartments there at the bridge yeah. in, in Virginia. That just be just an old abandoned mill that was kind of derelict or whatever. Was one of the, this was in the pre-internet days or whatever. But one of the boys had a Playboy magazine, and the fellas used to keep it down there in the mill. And they, they used to go there every now and then, five or six of them going, "Let's have a look at the magazine." And they'd all flick through it. You know, it was innocent times. But um, the night they had the meeting, any seven or eight of them walked out, and they were bawling for the, to win this championship. They were going to start back training the next day and everything else. They walked from the football field there and went straight down to the middle and took out a lighter and burnt the playboy mics. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a statement of intent. I don't know if they're burning the playboys were in Virginia at the minute, but it, it, yeah, there's parallels there with the with the drive of those boys. Definitely is, definitely is the uh, priorities. It's uh, looking at it. It is. Yeah, it's going to be. You'd imagine the system the Castellan play, and and looking at the semi final and the quarter final with Rammer in them, it's going to be a low scoring affair. It's not going to be a pretty game of football. Uh, yeah, and no, like I mean, like I don't know, like I mean, I I think the key, Damien, is um, for Sunday is that Rammer have always led at half time um, in the five games they've played. Now, as you know. I played a bit of ball with Den, and I was on hand to witness a massacre <laughs> in Breffney Park that opening night. And the game was over at half time. There's no point in saying any other different. Like nobody you know, argued. Nobody, nobody. No, I was over. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I was, yeah. Okay, thanks, Paul. Um But the same against Mullahore and the same against yeah. Ballon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they went point ahead against Kingscourt and against were fi- the Gale Force win. Against Gale Force win. So, I think Castlerahan will be looking at that, saying, "Listen." We need the first half as key, first 15 minutes as key is fundamental. And what that does is, Damien, I think it's going to pose, it's going to possibly take Ram out of our comfort zone a wee bit. Do you know what I mean? They're used to going ahead at half time, they're used to maybe, okay, this is what we're going to do. We need they're excellent front runners, in my opinion. And But if Castle Ram went ahead at half time, say three or four points up, you know, them first 15 minutes in the second half, in my opinion, are key because you're going to test Rammer, their leadership their desire, their mental strength, even not only on the, on, the, on the playing field, but also on the management, how they can react to these situations. The same can be said for Castle Rahan. You know, like Rammer, Rammer or Castle Rahan scored loads of goals this year, 15, I think. And so Rammer will be thinking, OK, stop them scoring goals. You stop them from scoring goals, you've got a great chance here. So what way is Castle Rahan going to react to that? So, I mean... Yeah, it, it, if you're trying to stop a team from scoring goals, you're bringing numbers back. That's, bring, and, and that's it, I, yeah. I, and and is it is it possible that Castle Rahan will look to say, well, listen, we'll weather the storm because they, they Rammer faded in the second half against Kingscourt, they faded in the second half against mm. Lavi. So we'll weather the storm in the second half, we have more quality, we'll push forward. And that's, beat them. When, that's when there'll be a big question asked about Castle Rahan as well because mentally, like, are they strong enough to win the championship? Until you win it, you haven't won it. And yeah. There's always going to be a question mark. And um, last, in last year's final... A counter-attacking team with a three-point lead. They were seven points to four up five minutes into the second half. Should have been fit Should have won it, it, but they blinked first against Kingscourt. Mm. But, you know, Kingscourt are a very, very hard team to beat, as Rammer found out. And maybe Kassarahan, um won't have it as hard on Sunday in a final against Rammer, because, again, Rammer are unproven in senior championship finals. And, yeah, mm. and Kingscourt, Kingscourt had how many senior finals? That, that was their, maybe some of their players' fifth final? Four, mm. four to fifth final. 2010, 2012, 2012 was two. 
Romar Energy offer the best energy solutions for your home and business. We offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet. Moving on to the uh, the minor championship final and we have uh, a <coughs> Crucialot taking on Knockbride and 
I so I'm I'm anticipating in this one, Paul, completely different than the senior. I think senior, as I said, will be a tight affair. This is going to be an open game of football with two teams with beautiful, skillful, big, strong footballers, and they'll go at it. They'll not sit back. There'll be no blankets. Are you looking forward to the game? Yeah, I really am looking forward to this game. Now I haven't seen either of these teams this year. Although I saw Knockbride playing senior or their junior team, like in the junior championship, a lot of those fellas were playing. Yeah. Some class footballers, really class footballers, like, and um, I'm not surprised they've made the final. They've put in a serious effort at underage in the last few years. I think I think um, Crutchlaw beat them by two points in the league final. So that tells you there's very little between it. And Crutchlaw scraped through the final with a last minute goal against Southern Gales as well. Knockbride had a big win against Balignan in their semi-final. I think Balignan were punching above the weight. They'd come up from Division Two after winning the league. Yeah, although so, Balignan had drawn with them I think in the earlier stages of the competition Balignan lost Gavin Smith early on in that game who would be crucial in the middle of the oh, field yes, yeah, it yes. was it, it, it still was a convincing win by Knockbright yeah it was it was um, I think it's going to be tight I wouldn't like to call it because I haven't seen them as I say but I know I know a few of the Crush Law fellas and um, they're waiting a while for a minor championship like so this will be a big breakthrough for them because they've it'll 92, show that that's, right? that's crazy like, you know, for a big club but it, it'll show that um <coughs> that all their good work has led to something out underage because they've won a lot of under 14 championships under under 16 stuff like that um, you have the likes of Paddy Riley the Calvin Minor captain mm. Stephen Smith um, Shane McFeedy who's coming on to the senior team the, the James Smith James, James Smith yeah you have Jamie Smith as well a lot of Smiths so good good team and um, now Brad have got the likes of the McCabe's and Rogers and these are class players as yeah. well so I think it's going to be a cracker yeah. Nolte at full back another fine footballer you talk about earlier on about the psychology Rammer coming through mm. winning on the ridge <laughs> if I'm correct the, this Crush a lot team has won at Division 1 under 13 under 14 and under 16 mm. Um Knockbride won, I think, the under sixteen Division Two Championship or League. So, yeah. the, the psychology part of it, Crushlaw have the advantage going in here. Yeah, exactly. It's back to what I was saying about Rammer. Um, it's all about that winning culture. You know what I mean? So when they get the finals, they know that that experience of 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 dealing with nerves and dealing with you know maybe reacting to certain things might happen. Where Knockbride probably are not not. Say lacking in a, in a wee bit, but probably wouldn't have as experience much experience as Crushlaw would have. And a lot of people say, "Which well, is only under thirteen or 14 They're all key, like they're all very, very much key, and they're together. Um, you know, and, and more or less the same team to come straight up. So I would expect Crushlaw to win only just. It, on a side note, it's absolutely fantastic to see someone like Knockbride in a, in a minor A final. It is absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's. It's a credit to the guys down there, you know, when you have uh, an era where full of amalgamations and amalgamations are great too, it's bringing up the standard of county, but you have someone like Knockbride, you know what I mean, a junior club, punching, punching away at, at minor A level and, yeah. you know, it's, it's fantastic to see, it really it, is good to see. It's a huge amount of credit has to go to the, the past players, the, the Larry Rileys, the Rayfield yeah. Rogers, he's been instrumental there. Absolutely, Daniel. Michael Riley as well, who's involved with Castle Yeah, they, They've put in a huge effort with this on the ridge, t- with this group of underage not just the minor team but going right back to I know Declan Riley was involved as well for a, f- a good few years like they, yeah. they they realised when they finished playing football geez, we've nothing coming at senior but the reaction wasn't well we'll go back and play a bit more senior the reaction was we'll take the under 12 team and we'll yeah. start re- yeah. re- reproducing quality footballers and they have to get huge credit that's the way to do it definitely and uh, and it's, it sets the precedent for other clubs to kind of say well Jesus like like look at Lara for example like Lara are an up and coming team 
thing. They're, like I've seen them a couple of times this year, and I've been really impressed. They're very young, mm. but really impressed with them. Like you know, and um, like Knockbride, fantastic. Like you know, Tamport, you could say maybe a couple of years ago as well. They were were there in, the, in Division right, One, Division One, Division one like, you know. Final so one, yeah. it goes to show, you know, if you like, as you were saying, Damien, I think you're 100 percent spot on when guy senior players don't have to be inter county players, just players to come in and. Um, sort of re- implement a, probably a culture in an under 12 under 13 showing how to do the skills do the right and then just build something from there and you know like there's other clubs looking at Knockbride you know Chris Law have been there thereabouts for the last couple of years and tried to all grades but definitely a couple of people looking at Knockbride and going well listen let's 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 get let's get to it like let's let's start uh, implementing this really under 10 and under under 12 and hopefully then five six years time then we'll be at a minor A final and ready to go for senior and that's all it takes like you yeah, know definitely when you we, we speak about Knockbride there you can't in the same breath not give huge credit to Jimmy Higgins Donald Smith Philip Smith in, in, oh, yeah. in, in Crush Law Paul like you'd, you'd know a lot of them lads Stephen obviously plays the handball so you'd have heard a fair bit about what's going on in Crush Law that's, that's a revolution too Oh, absolutely! Yeah, absolutely. They they've put in a, a, a mighty effort, and like I mean, they've got Crushal is a good example of a very of a very progressive club. They've got very good facilities up there now. They just open a two quarter size three G pitch. They've a, they've a handball alley uh, out there at the club grounds. They've a handball alley in the village. Um, they're very strong. They're senior camogie champions. They're involved in ladies football. You know, they're they're a club that's doing everything right. They're even into score and winning all Ireland score titles. So they're they're an example like and they're gonna they're gonna compete strongly at senior in the next couple of years. They seem to have big numbers on their age and but numbers is only one part of the battle. You have to get them out playing and, and turn them into a winning team and they're doing that as well. So I think yeah, credit to both teams. I think it'll be a, it'll be a popular success for whichever team wins it. Yeah, mm. to to anyone who is listening, my advice for the weekend is get in for two o'clock. Don't miss this game because if you're looking for probably old style football where it's man for man going out attacking trying to outscore your opposition not not over emphasizing on defense these teams have scored phenomenal i think they're averaging between them uh, 21 and 23 points per game in the championship so far so if you, if you want to shoot out if you want a really good game of football kingspan Breffney park two o'clock for the minor a final between crush and Knockbride. best of luck to both teams on the day um Come back to us after this break where we'll be talking about the appointment of a Cavan manager. My name is Karen Seary and I'm the sales and marketing manager here at Coverhouse Hotel. It's about finding out what it is that they have in mind, how they picture their day, what their feeling is for the day and trying to come together and kind of meet that for them. People can get us by phone on 049 854 0206 or they can get me at weddings at coverhousehotel.ie. At Coverhouse Hotel we have our unique location for your unique occasion. Do you need insurance for your business? Why not contact the experts at BBI Ireland and join the winning team situated at Town Hall Street, Cavan. For all your property, farm and business needs, make BBI Ireland your first choice. Log on to bbiireland.ie or contact Anthony Ford or Desi Smith in Cavan on 049 433 Everyone's talking about Luna Bar, Cavan's most vibrant new venue. With our big screen TVs, live music every weekend and free function room, we cater for everyone. Luna Bar, Main Street Cavan, the newest hotspot in town. 
Welcome back to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on wearecavin.com. We're going to uh, we're going to be just discussing the the possibility of the appointment of, of a Cavan manager. Paul, there's finally been progress. The rumours are there's been three interviews have taken place as we go to air here that um, Jack Sheedy, uh, Banty McEnany, Seamus McEnany and Matty McLeanan have all been interviewed for the position. Yeah, I'm not going to say who I want to get it because I have to interview these boys when they come, whoever gets it. But yeah, I understand you're right that, that the three interviews have been done. Um, and I really don't know a whole lot more than that, only the, the identity of the three fellas, that's the that's the word on the ground. And uh, I think the board struggled to get to get um, candidates for the position. They were looking for a high-profile candidate and they didn't really get a huge high-profile candidate. Jack Sheedy's record with Longford uh, didn't jump off the page, you'd have to say. Uh, Seamus McEnany um, had a good, good record with Monaghan a few years ago. Um, and Manny Medina has a good record at club level. So nothing major you know there was talk of, of maybe getting a manager who has managed a team to win an All-Ireland or something like that that didn't happen but look at why do you think that didn't happen I don't know I don't know what process, what the process was about going about getting the manager maybe the process wasn't good um, maybe the fact that we were in division we're in division one now torn managers off because you immediately you're, you're starting an uphill battle to hold on to the division one status there's no soft touches in that division I don't know I'd imagine, I imagine Cavan would have been um Cavan would have been uh, an attractive job for anyone. I think Colin O'Rourke said a few years ago that the Cavan job was the best job in the country because uh, it was very well paid and you got your summers off. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, those those days are no longer. Hopefully, hopefully no longer there. But it's um, it's it's it 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 has become a very long drawn out process. And and while other counties are probably starting their preparations, we're still looking for a manager. It's sixty six days today since Terry Highland stepped down. So. Someone divide that by seven. I did pass maths. I think that's a, I think that's about twenty weeks. <laughs> no, you're, you're at about eleven weeks. No, it's ten weeks. Ten weeks tomorrow. Is it nine weeks? Nine and a half weeks. Nine, nine weeks. Yeah. Is it nine weeks? Yeah, yeah. Well, nine weeks and three days. Welcome to the maths podcast. Nine weeks and three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So th- I mean, Jesus, that's a long. That's a long time. Like, like probably there could have been someone lined up before that. Maybe I think Anthony Cunningham was strongly a strong contender for the job and pulled out, which may be set them back by a week or two as well. But finally they're starting to do interviews because whoever comes in is going to have to hit the ground running because the team will be starting to train straight away. Yeah, to to give people... Matty McLean is probably the one person out of the tree that people don't know, might know about. He's a Tyrone man, um, played with Tyrone, I believe, in the 80s, played in the All-Ireland final, I think, in 80. Played against Cavan and those to final in 95. Halligan, you do a good impression. I don't. <laughs> in '95, he played. She scored a goal. All oh, right. He scored a goal, sure. He got the second goal. And he's he's also he's a teacher in Armagh. Just do it, Halligan. No, <laughs> it's Manny Madlena. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of Halligan's classics. Just before he just before he downs the Jagerbomb. <laughs> yeah, but he he is a teacher in Armagh, I believe, and he's also heavily involved in the Ulster Colleges movement. I think he's a maybe a chairperson or something. Right, I know he, he managed Monaghan Harps before as well. Um, so he got to the senior final. Could have been around that time. Or, the, or was sure. it when they won the intermediate. The likes of Kieran Hughes. Scott's, Scott's yeah, thing. Kieran Hughes, Darren Hughes, Conor McCarthy. Those lads don't wouldn't tolerate spoofers like. And um, seemingly they've got the highest respect for him. So I'd imagine he, he, he comes highly recommended. Banty the same. Um, 
Banty's put wears his heart on his sleeve, like, and mm. it, he's he's an honorary Cav man at this stage. He's on the border, and uh, rumor has it he's his coach is yet again Mike, Marty Michael Cannon, who would have experience of Cav and maybe trusted into the Cavan senior job a little bit too early as a result of him and Coleman's illness. But he's a uh, he'd have the experience, and and at the time he was the best coach in the country. Supposed to be, yeah, he was. He had definitely had the name of it, anyway. But um, oh, look, it's going to be interesting. I imagine there'll be white smoke in the next few days, um, next few months. <laughs> so look, look, whoever gets it, um, I'm not going to cast any judgment. But but uh, you'd be hoping that the right man gets it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We 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 all we wish the board the best of luck in the appointment. It's not an easy decision to make, but it's good to see that progress has been made. Thanks very much for listening to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on wearecavan.com. My thanks to sports psychologist Eddie Halligan and the sports editor of the Anglo-Celt, Paul Fitzpatrick. I'm Damien Dunhue. Hope you enjoy the club championship this weekend as it comes to a conclusion at senior and minor level. Brady's Arval Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Kieran Callahan Electrical Limited has developed a reputation of excellence in domestic, commercial and industrial electrical installation. So if you need an energy audit, electrical services or installations, contact Kieran Callahan Electrical on 049-433-0111 or check out their website www.callahanelectrical.ie.